0: I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take.
1: Welcome in, folks, to today's NFL Draft Prospects Podcast, interview edition, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Today's episode, Brian Roberts will be talking with TCU Linebacker Garrett Wallow. Before we get to that conversation, though, folks, I want to talk to you very briefly about our sponsors. That being first, Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as schools make their way towards the madness. The tournament is coming and so is their $100,000 bracket madness contest, as Bet Online is the spot for all of your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds that you need. It's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. I know that I'm the type of person where I like to sit down with my friends when we're watching a game And to make things a little bit more exciting, I like to put a couple dollars down on whatever's going on. Maybe it's what the point total is going to be at halftime. Just simple fun stuff because when we're at a bar and we're having a couple beers, it makes things a little exciting when I put an extra $5 down instead of buying another beer. And then when I get that pick right, I can buy myself two beers with that money. Head to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And I also need to tell you folks about eBay and eBay sneakers. I know I'm I'm the type of person that I absolutely love having good shoes. And since I started working full time and I'm no longer a student, I actually have some money to spend. I've been really getting into getting some really, really cool sneakers. And the place that I go instead of any of these other sites is eBay sneakers. Whether it's rare, dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe that you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and a dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. Also for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. So now folks, let's get to that conversation that Ryan had with Garrett Wallow.
2: Welcome, everybody, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast edition. These are the Thursday episodes, of course, so we're bringing you some of the best football players that you should keep an eye out for for the 2021 NFL Draft and beyond. I have who is one of my uh, favorite linebackers that I've seen in the past. I think when I'm talking about the modern NFL linebacker, an athletic guy, I know he has a safety background originally You know, as a recruit and everything early on in his TCU career. Of course, I'm talking about Garrett Wallow. Uh, who has been all Big 12 the last couple of years, been a contributor for TCU over over the last three. Garrett, appreciate you so much, man, just taking some time with me. I know it's crazy times, but appreciate you, as always, just giving us a little glimpse into your story.
3: Well, definitely, man. I appreciate your time, first and foremost, because we know we're in crazy times right now. Um, We're both on really busy schedules, but, you know, I definitely love – um doing things for people who believe in me and you know see high potential in myself. So I mean I definitely enjoy doing these podcasts and especially to get my story on for letting people know who I really am. So <laughs> I enjoy it a lot.
2: Absolutely, man. I will say, of course, I as I mentioned, it's been an all Big 12 selection of the last couple years, even in a you know what was a crazy season this year for everybody, second in the Big 12 in tackles. All American selections. Like he's done a little bit of everything for that TCU defense that has guys like Ardarius Washington and Travon Moorig, who's a fantastic safety. And there's, you know, Jeff Gladney that came out last year. So, Garrett, I know that there has been so many defensive stalwarts that have come out of TCU going back to the Jerry Hughes days. Like there has just been such a lineage of great defensive players under Coach Patterson, who for me has been one of my favorite defensive minds in all of college football. We're watching. The four two five really take this big emphasis in the NFL. Well, Coach Patterson's the 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 architect of, of the four two five defense, man. So just talk um, to me a little bit, Garrett, about just being a part of that TCU lineage, being under Coach Patterson and the to continue the great tradition that you guys had defensively.
3: First of first and foremost, my experience with Coach P um as my head coach and as my defensive coordinator was nothing short of greatness. Um I said it because every day we attack the field. Um, there's a high expectation. That's why you see a bunch of players that come out who have a high IQ in football and also can play the game with huge, with very like big intelligence is because we have a huge expectation. It's not just about skill when you're playing this defense. You have to be a very smart and intelligent player. Um, and I think that's what drives and keeps these keeps these guys at lead TCU so much for the league for in the league for so long because they they have this high uh, i q and, and intelligence so yeah man my experience there has been has been great um, I've grew so much as a football player playing two positions like you said uh started my first two years off playing safety then moving a linebacker so I've got to know this defense in and out um all the way around in the back of my head so <laughs> it definitely was an experience um that has brought me so far as a football player, but also as a player of the game, as a student of the game. Um, we hear that term a lot, student, and that's big um, here at TCU, man. Um, just the intelligence level that you have to play at, to play with Coach P and with the high intensity that he brings to practice in the game and coaching, um, it definitely meets hand in hand and is why uh, we perform at a high level.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, and Garrett, the, one of the cool things is, and, and you mentioned a little bit already – my favorite part of your game is like, you know, you're a really good athlete. Like you can see that very easily. That's not hard to see. Like you can quantify that really well, but the intelligence that you're talking about, I think that starts as, Hey, you started at safety and you moved your way up. Who has better field vision than a safety, right? Like you're seeing everything that's going on for me. It's the intelligence aspect, the IQ that you play with, the feel that you have as a football player is what I feel like separates you. So just to put that out there, you know, I, I think that the, it can't be undersold, The, the starting at safety. Because people say, like, oh, obviously you're going to be a nice athlete moving the linebacker, being a converted safety. But for me, it's the field vision that you have is what really sets you apart, in my opinion.
3: For sure. And another thing that, you know, that you see in the intelligence-wise is a lot of film study. It's not just something that you just move to a position and you understand the defense, and then you, you, you become this fast and physical and intelligence player. Now, nah, what people don't know is – most of the progress that a player has that's really big time is, is off the field is, is in the film room. Noticing um, noticing formations, uh, certain teams, tendencies, certain things that even guys do when they line up certain, like it might be something as little as uh, a defense alignment. I mean, an offensive alignment putting his foot back a certain way or a tight end looking across the other way that makes you just play that step faster. And that's the biggest thing I think that goes unseen is film study. And that's one thing I take high pride in because, as a player, I spent hours and hours at the practice watching film to make sure my game was sharp because I wanted to hold myself to the high expectation um, and make sure that I was playing at a high level that I, that that can that can be noticed, you know. So um, it would be times that I wanted to be just as smart as Coach P was. And I know what he was going to call it at the, before the before the play was started. So that's kind of the the extent that I held myself to, and that I also held my teammates to. Um, and it's hopefully a legacy that I've left um, to the young guys that they got to watch um, as I led them going onto the field. So yeah, man, that's 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 one thing I just wanted to, you know preach about is film study because it's huge, man. Um, preparation prevents p- piss poor performance, so um, mm-hmm. you got to prepare just just as much as you can.
2: Yeah, and Garrett, I actually had the opportunity to talk to our Darius um, last week. Actually, And I know he's a Louis, Louisiana guy, just like you're a Louisiana guy. It seems like TCU has a little bit of a pipeline from the state of Louisiana. So kind of working you back for a second, because I know that you you're out of John Curtis, which is, you know, for people that don't follow high school football, that's one of the best programs in Louisiana, right? Like that is one of the premier ones.
0: Yeah,
2: and so coming out of John Curtis, I assume, you know, LSU's kind of in the backyard, right? There's some other schools, I'm sure, that had a high interest in you. For you, why was TCU – I mean, you mentioned Coach Patterson and what he has done there, but just from a school perspective, kind of a wider scope, why was TCU the best spot?
3: Um, a lot of people don't know this, but I really chose TCU because I have some family, friends in Dallas, and um, it was always important for me to my mind to make my games – and um, so she was able to fly out to every home game, and I had to pay for a hotel or rent a car. And uh, then they were carrying George. Man, they have been a huge, um, just huge blessing To not only myself but my mother, and I see them as family. So, um, that was that was a really huge decision that played part. Um, also was just I I love the campus. It felt like home. It was it was nothing too big, but it was nothing too small. Now I think it was just the right size for me. Um, and then from a football standpoint, man. Um, when I went there on an unofficial visit, I just felt like I could. I vision myself playing in the defense. I was looking at the strong safety position and was catching on to what he was doing um, mm-hmm. by just watching. So I felt like it was somewhere I could definitely excel on and off the field. Um, and I think I did a pretty good job of doing both of those things. So I'm very proud of the career that I had there. So, yeah, man, TCU was definitely the right place for me. I couldn't see myself anywhere else. And, you, and we already mentioned
2: a little bit about, the obviously, the starting the career at the safety position – so, Garrett, I'm curious, what was the reasoning for making that switch from a schematic perspective? Was that something where, like, hey, my body just kept getting bigger? I just kind of forced my way up? Or was that kind of a part of the long-term plan? Like, what went into that maturation in that journey?
3: Uh, <laughs> it's funny because when I came in as a safety, Coach P would always tell me that I was going to move to linebacker, and I was just laughing because I knew what was happening. So I w- it was more of, like, a long-term plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you could say I, I was – bigger probably than most safeties that we had on the team Uh, because Pete looks for a lot of speed. He loves linebackers that can run. So it was an easy transition for him to say, hey, you're going to play linebacker. I remember my freshman year, I didn't actually end up doing this, but I think he was going to try to, uh, let me say some linebacker reps to get ready for the bowl game my freshman year. But I ended up playing strong safety um, in that game, the S2, uh, the nickel. So. Yeah, man, like he's he's done, definitely had that vision for me for a long time. And he always tell me about Jerry Hughes, how he was a runner back then with a defensive end. Look at him now. So I was just like, look, coach, if you think this is the best decision for me, um, I'm all for it. Um, and definitely, definitely played out in my favor. Mm-hmm.
2: And and Garrett, I'm curious because you're a guy that's obviously played multiple positions. Are there some players past, present, growing up that maybe you emulate your game around? I don't know if that's a linebacker. I don't know if that's a defensive back. Like who are some guys who Yeah. Can-
3: so, so some guys. I choose a lot of guys that, that are safeties, but they play like linebackers. So, um, Sean Taylor, um, coming down, hitting. I mean, I used to, I enjoyed watching him, without a doubt. Uh, Cam Chancellor is one of my favorite players. Big physical guy, playing the box. Um, my new, like favorite, favorite player coming up now is uh, Fred Warner. Man, mm-hmm. uh, he's a smart, intelligent player. I watched some film on him. Uh, we do a lot of similar things I like, and that's why I like him a lot, because he really plays the game with a high intelligence level. is just a great player um, all around overall. So those are about the three guys that I would say are my solid three. Um, but definitely Sean Taylor will forever be my, my favorite player, man. Rest in peace to him, yep. man. But he was just huge. How he played was just unbelievable. He was just a light on the field. Um, definitely a guy that I looked up to growing up. and Definitely a guy that I still... Um every day I'm on the field, you know, I cherish this game and I try to bring that same energy.
2: Yeah. No, nah, and, and players like Sean Taylor don't come out very often, man. Like, I remember nah. – the Pro Bowl. <laughs> the Pro Bowl. I it, it's so cliche, but like the, right? the Brian Mormon, right? The fake punt, and then he just yeah. annihilated him. That was probably my favorite play from
3: sure. Everybody remembers that one. <laughs> yeah,
2: man. Oh, that was one of the greatest hits I've ever seen. Brian Mormon was a good athlete, man. He was like a four-five kid run, playing a punter. It was insane. Yeah, so it was, man. <laughs> it was outstanding and absurd. And that's obviously a good person emulates as a football and player. It's funny sport.
3: that you said that because you know, the Pro Bowl, um I mean, that was him going full speed at the Pro Bowl too. So yep. man, he was just a full speed player. <laughs> yeah, man, I love him.
2: He only knew one speed, man, which was which was very fast all the time. So I yeah. love Sean. Uh, wanted to ask about because <clears throat> the maturation that we're talking about, right? The switching positions. I remember last year when I was watching you after 2019, I lo- was looking at the roster and yeah. you were listed, I think, around like 215 pounds or so, right? So love the film, but I'm like, all right, let's get a little weight on that frame now because I, I knew that you could put on the weight. And then I look at the roster this year right, right around 230. Did you feel like um, – first of all, was was that about where the playing weight was and did yeah, you yes feel sir. comfortable playing there?
3: Yeah, I felt really comfortable um, playing at 230. And a lot of things now, too, um, now that I've been training, getting ready for you know this, the NFL and my pro day, you know my body's been changing drastically, you know, I've been feeling so much healthier, just eating healthier, mm-hmm. um feeling more stronger, stockier, so you know my body just continues to improve and get and, and get bigger and better, so you know, I'll definitely say, man, I was definitely comfortable at that weight around that two twenty eight two thirty um definitely felt like I was moving fine, you know, I was playing really well, so yeah, I'll definitely say I'll, physically wise that's a good way for me um and speed wise that's a good way for me as well so but yeah, man, uh, I was I was a little small coming in, especially I would say I came in my freshman year about one ninety five, and I got up to two thirty. So yeah, it was a big change, um, yeah, definitely. But nothing too hard to keep the weight on.
2: Yeah, and and I know this is a really nice defensive class that you guys had. Obviously, Gladney was last year, but Washington Merrick this year on top of you. Um, Are those guys that you've been keeping in contact a part of the process? Cause I know it's obviously similar to a degree, but there's so many hurdles I feel in this draft process specifically just with COVID and everything going on. I know it can be a little difficult.
3: Yeah. We're all on our, on our, on our schedules, our busy schedules dealing with meetings and trying to get our workouts in time. But I actually train with Trey Merrick. We're out here together training with each other right now. I know our Darius Washington is training in Florida. So we talk on sometimes on FaceTime, but for the most part, it's just, we all we kind of have that understanding that we're all locked in, getting ready for Pro Day, um, to perform the best that we can, and just show these guys you know really what we what we bring to the table. So for the biggest thing, man, I just think we all got our head on straight that we never really talk about our you know our experience yet at TCO, how much fun we had playing together. It's more of we're trying to get to a team and get to the next level. But yeah, I definitely talk to those guys and keep a close relationship with them, especially Trey since he's here with me right now. Yeah.
2: Well, I know I know TCU is always a very anticipated pro day too. Because you guys put up some stupid numbers athletically, so I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. I guess first of all, before we get to the pro day, exactly where where have you been training right now, Garrett? Where who are you training with?
3: I'm out here in Exos and Frisco right now.
2: Nice, nice. And you said tri- tri- uh, trades down there with you. Who are some other guys that you've just been interacting with throughout the process?
3: Oh, oh, for sure. Um, first off, I just want to say this: this these group of guys are just amazing. Um, what EXO does here is just unbelievable. Treatment-wise, I mean, lifting-wise, running-wise. I mean, Brent Calloway is probably by far the best guy I think I've ever met. Training-wise, like he's just a good dude too. Um, definitely just sits there and motivates us. But uh, we have a great um, competing group. Xavin uh, Collins is here. Amen from uh, Oklahoma State. The is here. Uh, Jeremiah from Notre Dame's here. So we have a solid linebacker core. Oh, Buddy Johnson's here from Texas A&M. Ah, uh, Trey Morris here. uh Sean Way here. here. Uh, who else is here? You know, there's there's so many guys. Jamar Chase, you know, you see you see all these guys from all different levels. Just you know, me and Jamar we kind of we're close because we're from the same city, but you see all these guys from just all over places, just goofy, funny guys. But you see the mindset and the talent that they bring to the table it's just really crazy. You know, Milton Daniel, he's another one from La Tech, man, just mm-hmm. crazy athletic guys. So it's just it's nothing but a good process to compete with these guys. You know, it's definitely not your game up to another level.
2: Well, no, and no, I've I've seen some of the numbers that have been kind of getting put out there. I saw Milton was like four six three and thirty five yeah, inch verse or something just dumb.
3: Insane. Like, yeah, <laughs> and he, you know, he's a uh, he's definitely comparable to the number that Aaron Donald was putting up. I think you beat him in every area, but the bench press that was only about three reps. So, yeah, he's a freak. He's definitely he's an even greater guy too. So talking yeah. to him off the field. I mean, he's definitely focused. Locked in. So yeah, I mean, he's a good guy.
2: Yeah. I know Exos obviously always gets the results. That's why everybody wants to be there. And you're obviously taking that with the best uh, the best that you can, obviously with the course of what's been laid out in front of you. And I know that you mentioned the TCU pro day. Uh, so when's the pro day Garrett and maybe a, a second part to it, you don't have to put out numbers if you don't want to, but are there some teasers that you can give me some testing numbers?
3: <laughs> or expectations yeah. i should say some expectations i would say uh our pro day is march 19th mm-hmm. but to help me out man uh there's nothing 19. i wouldn't want to tell you but it's definitely definitely gonna see those numbers at the pro day
2: i love it man i love it i love it so much and i know another big part of the process obviously is it, this is multi-layered right we're talking weight room field work combine prep i'm sure there is is um some some prep as far as ability to answer questions and interview that type of stuff as well so take me through a little bit just a quick glimpse into what the typical day for garrett wallow looks like right
3: now so i'll wake up so our time to change it right now now we're split up into groups um because our two-month program is actually over with now we're split up into groups on who's leaving um at what days for the pro day but typically what my day would look like now i'm getting on a new schedule now but how my days were looking, I would wake up around eight o'clock. I would get to the facility around nine. I would eat real quick. Um, have treatment from 9:30 to 10:30. Well, I'll do like physical therapy. So work on my hips, get more flexible, stretch. Um, any soft tissue that I need to work on before my first session would start at 10:30. 10:30 would be my speed or agility session, um, or whatever he had playing that day. Then I would get drunk or shake. Then at 12:30, I would do position drills from 12:30 to 1:30. Eat lunch, get in the uh, cold and hot tub, take a shower, and now lift from four to five. And depending on the lift, I'll get in a cold and hot tub again um, just to get my legs uh, prepared for the next day. But if it was upper body, uh, I would just, you know, just get a stretching and go home. Uh, usually I like to relax when I get home after a long day like that. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll eat dinner, man. I'll just keep back and relax. Um, now I'm trying to start playing cards and and handle any, uh, all the business I had to do but or read a book. But also, I like to sit back and watch movies and just relax and get ready for the next day and get my rest.
2: Yeah. And I, I know, uh, obviously, I'm sure you've been talking to some teams, at least the you know initial introductions. So how, how has that um, exchange been, Garrett, so far, just getting to know some of these teams and some, maybe some general feedback that they've
3: been giving you? Oh, it's been really good. Um, I've talked with a few teams. Um, definitely some solid conversations. You know, most of it's personal information, trying to get to know you and who you are, Garrett Wilder, besides being just a football player. Um, so it's been really good for them to get to understand me and um get to know who I am and know some of my background information. So I would say it's been pretty solid so far. You know, I love talking to teams, especially when they ask me football questions, because that's my favorite thing is to explain to them a defense, to to explain to them our defense. I really enjoy showing my intelligence um It's something I definitely look forward to. But otherwise, than that, man, I'm just taking everything to the gym and trying to learn as much as I can while I can from the, from those from those guys, those scouts. Um, trying to be the best version of myself every time. Um, I'm on the phone with them, just just trying to do anything that I can, you know, the right way. So, um, definitely been nothing but but blessed going forward.
2: And I know this has probably been a dream for a long time. So, you just give me a glimpse into like when. What when did was football for you like an ultimate dream? And then maybe the first moment where you were like, huh, I I could probably do that. I can make that happen, I think.
3: For sure. Um, I've always wanted to play football since I was younger. Like, I always wanted to go to the NFL. For mm-hmm. a little bit of time, I thought I was gonna go to the NBA. That was my <laughs> park, ball football days, I mean basketball days, but yeah, man, I've been playing football. That was the first sport I ever started playing. Uh, I still remember to this day, we didn't have enough money to buy me like football pants. So I was out there, the only one out there in jean shorts, uh, shoulder pads and some cleats. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I was I've been loving it the game since since before I could probably even really remember. But um it's been, I think towards my sophomore year, uh, I think it was the Evangel game, as the playoff game. Uh, and this, this time before I really started blowing up in high school, this is really when I was getting like too accustomed to actually playing on a high level competition. Um, in that game, man, I just hit like a, a different, a different level of myself. Uh, I performed really well and I had a pick to end the game. So and then I, when I got to that point, I was like, okay, maybe I could really do something with this football uh, stuff. And I really have a chance and going forward, man, my junior year, that's when I blew up and, you know, that's when I committed to TCU. And in my senior year, of course, is same thing, I man. Just playing, just playing good ball. So I, that's when I really, you know, had confidence in myself. And also the same thing, you know, it's crazy because my sophomore year in college was the same feeling. I was like, okay, yeah, I have a chance to to really go to the NFL. And in my junior year, I was like, it's it's at the tip of my tongue. Like, I just got to keep playing hard and just keep trusting God in the process, and just keep doing whatever I can to to be the best version of myself. So you know, definitely that we're here now. Preparing for the draft was crazy because I dreamed of this and I never thought this time would come. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and for you, Garrett, I, I guess kind of what, how I would end you is you talked about, you know, the ability for your family to come to some TCU games and, and staying close to them. For you, the moment that you get drafted, besides the fulfillment of yourself, who are some people that for you has been kind of that support system and it's going to be a special moment for you guys in
3: general? Oh, for sure. Uh, definitely my mother. Um my grandma, and you know, I wish my grandpa could be there. He just passed away, but I know he's gonna be there. Um and then I would probably just say, man, um my, my close friend Jonathan and my girlfriend Tia, uh definitely some my small circle um that keeps tight. Definitely my my two twin sisters, uh my sister's fiance, my nephew, my niece and nephew, and um yeah, man, just a couple of my like my three or four close friends, but otherwise than that, man. I like to keep a small circle and I like to keep it, you know, those people around who I know they're going to be there if things ever hit the fan. So I definitely say, you know, those, those people would, would make my day when they were there for me in that special moment. I know it's going to be an emotional moment because it, you know, I just came such a, such a long way. And, uh, as you know, my mom, and we all came such a long way. So, I mean, it's going to be a very emotional moment. I'm just, I'm just ready for it all for it to sink in. Just, and after the a team calls me to get ready to get to work and, Trying to, be the, trying to be the best player I can in the NFL as I can be.
2: Absolutely. And, of course, we're only two months, uh, less than two months out until that day finally does come. Again, with Mr. Garrett Wallow, star linebacker at a TCU, All-Big 12, All-American 2021 NFL draft prospect. Garrett, appreciate it, man. A lot of time taking up, and I appreciate you squeezing me in to, to your busy schedule and just giving me a little glimpse into your world. I
3: appreciate it, bro. No problem at all.